States is a wild place. We get a lot of news about shootings and, and corruption and shootings and and, 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 and and housing crashes and shootings. And there's a lot of wild shit coming out of America. But I feel for some reason drawn to that. I feel like I can I can I, I feel like I can assimilate well. A lot of people when they go to a new country, they try to bring their heritage over. Well, listen, I'm a Mustang driving, mullet wearing, obese man. <laughs> I'm pretty much one of you guys. I don't know how much more American I need to get to get a citizenship. This should be my fuck. This should be my citizenship test. Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Amoki. And welcome to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, Kevin Amoki. If this is your first time checking out the pod, the way that this podcast works is that I determine the best thing in any given subject. Today, I'm talking about the best American beer, you know, but uh, tomorrow I could be talking about the best German beer because I've already done a pod on the best Canadian beer. So if you guys want to check out that, give that a shot. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much how it works. I pick a random uh, subject, determine what the best is. And if you're wondering, well, what makes you qualified to do such a thing? Well, it's because I have a 2009 Ford Mustang podcasting equipment and pretty much a lot of free time, you know, so that's that's my qualifications. Uh, Other than that, I hope you guys are uh, enjoying uh, summer opening up. We're starting to open up things, you know, Uh, for those that don't know, I do record my podcast from a 2009 Ford Mustang, a black Ford 2009 Mustang. And why is that important? Because I go to random parking lots sometimes, and sometimes it gets really freaking hot. It gets really freaking hot. And uh, because I'm in a black car and because I'm a fat man, this is going to become an uncomfortable uh, situation. You know, who needs who needs a sauna? Who needs a sauna? You know, three times a day or whatever, whatever the recommendation is. When you have a, a black Mustang in a in a freaking hot, scorching parking lot and and you're fat, you know. So anyways, that's that's me getting my uh, uh, my daily dose of fucking sweating. I'm, I'm going to sweat, man. Um, I also uh, recently, you know, with with the weather being warmer, got a got a haircut. I got a haircut. So. I don't know if you guys, I'm going to see if I can do it on, on the, if you guys watch it on YouTube, you can see, or, you know, check out the thumbnail or whatever, but I'm rocking a, uh, a mullet, a mullet. I, uh, I've never had a mullet, never even wanted a mullet, but I've always has struggled with my hair because I have big curly, like, listen, when I was a kid, I was basically freaking Justin Timberlake in the nineties, you guys, or, or two thousands, you know, really freaking curly, really high maintenance and all that stuff. Always kept it short because I was like, it just, you know, whatever. As I got older and as I realized, Hey, I'm going to actually be keeping my hair. 
unlike some of these bald fucks. No offense, guys. Good luck to you. Remember, there are procedures to do so. But uh, or just rock it. At the end of the day, the most, uh, you know, hair doesn't matter. It's about confidence. Uh, at least that's what some ladies say. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I I got a freaking uh, a mullet uh, because nor I, I kept it long. I it, it, look in the winter time. I keep my hat under a, a toque and I freaking just I just you know let that baby grow right. But it got freaking hot. And your boy was like, okay, well, I got to cut my hair. But at the same time, I didn't want to go down to like bald fades and and short. I was like, I do want to keep a little bit of length because maybe next winter I can grow it even long. You know, like I, I kind of I was like, you know, let me see if I if I can grow it long. But I also want to keep it. I also want to keep it uh, uh, cool. Right. And that's when I, I saw my barber and he had he had kind of a. Uh, uh, shout out to Chopped and Faded if you're ever in the Scarborough area of Toronto, Canada. Um, but he had kind of a bit of a, a, a mohawky kind of thing going and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's try that, right? So, yeah, shave the sides, you know, skin fade on the sides, little top, little, you know, little, little, little snip snip on the top to keep a little bit formal. And then I just let that baby at the back wild and free. You know, like how, you know, like how I like my life, wild and free, you know, little did I know that's, that's what, that's what a mullet is called. I, you know, I I was expecting for some reason in my mind, I was like, oh, is it like a faux hawk or like, well, 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 you know, maybe I'm inventing a new style. No, motherfucker. You just created a mullet. You created a mullet. You got a mullet. So I got a mullet and uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The mullet especially the one that I have the for the first time in my life, I think the mullet uh, might be the most superior hairstyle uh, men have ever for, for men, you know, uh, the reason why is because, ah, dude, listen, you know, if you, if you look straight on, I can be very formal. I got the business part in the front, you know, I'm looking very respectable, but listen, if I turn my way to the sides, I'm a little wild boy. I'm a little fucking, this is the guy that likes to get down and dirty, right? And at the same time, you know, from from a, from a cooling perspective, nothing is more cooler than having a side fade or having your ears opened up to the uh, elements, you know? And not only that, there's practical uses. You see, m- the back of my neck will never feel uh, rainfall or sunburn because it's covered by that long part. So what I'm saying is, if you're looking for a practical, a practical and functional hairstyle for men, the mullet is by far superior than any other style. Go keep your crop tops. Go keep your uh, your uh, your skin fades, you know, or go keep your freaking gay ponytails. You know, the mullet is the greatest and most functional hairstyle. You know, and I hope I, you know what, if if you guys want to be cool, join me on this, per, join me on this journey, <laughs> you know, and a lot of guys are out there to be like, ah, oh, no, I can't, I can't rock that, man. That's too, that's a white boy thing. That's a white boy thing or whatever. I'm like, guys, no, 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 nothing is going to be more cooler than when Drake or, uh, or I'm just thinking of more ethnic guys, uh, basically 
if any of you ethnic guys are out there, and I don't, I'm doing a podcast about American beer. So, but if any of you ethnic boys are out there, you know, my my Korean brothers, mi hermanos, mi, mi Spanish hermanos, uh, freaking rock a mullet at least once in your life, and you'll know what I'm what I'm saying, right? Because I'll be honest, when when I had this mullet, uh. I think my first day I didn't look at the mirror. I was just, I was just, you know, out and about and all that stuff, you know, wild and free. And I went to the washroom and I was like, okay, like I didn't see it. Like, like I I looked at myself and I was like, oh, okay, pretty sharp at the front. And then I turned my head and I saw that wild little thing behind my head. And I was like, oh, God damn, God damn. There's a, there's a wild person behind me. Right. You know, so. Yeah, man, mullets. Mullets are 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 the uh, are, are 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 the way of the future. You know, you know. And uh, guys, another thing too, man. I mean, listen, I'm doing a podcast about American beer. I'm rocking a mullet, and I'm in a Mustang. You know, nothing is more American at this moment. And even though I'm Canadian and I'm from Toronto, and you know, I enjoy I enjoy the fruits of that labor. I do think I I don't I've been playing around with with the thought of my head for a while now, you know, ever since the Pandy Wendy, and I'm like, I you know, and here's the thing, here's the thing, you know, the states is a wild place. We get a lot of news about shootings and and corruption and shootings and 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 and, and, and housing crashes and shootings and there's a lot of wild shit coming out of America, but I feel. For some reason, drawn to that, I feel like I can, I can, I, I feel like I can assimilate well. You know, like a lot of people when they go to a new country, they try to bring their heritage over. Well, listen, I'm a Mustang driving, mullet wearing, obese man. <laughs> I'm pretty much one of you guys. I'm, I, I don't know how much more American I need to get. You know. To get a citizenship, this should be my fuck. This should be my citizenship test, you know. Oh, does he drive a Mustang? Hell yeah. Does he have a mullet? Hell yeah. Is he fat? Fuck yeah, you know. Oh, perfect. He's an American, you know. So, yeah, guys, I'm telling you, I, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it with the finances and all the shit that that I'm going through right now. America is looking like a possibility just in terms of like the next stage of my life, you know, cause I've been, I've been, I've been, in, I've been a Toronto boy for 35 years. I enjoyed its fruits and I will always love Toronto in the summers. Fuck Toronto in the winter. You know, this city, this whole place, you know, shuts down like from like, I, I, I'll give Christmas, I'll give you December, I'll give you December, but January, February, March, April. No, we're in April now, but yeah, just for like four or five months, this place is dead. Nobody wants to go out and do things. Yeah, guys. So I'm telling you, man, if I can become like a part-time American, you know, go down there, even and, and dude, with the exchange rate right now, even if I went down there for like six months on a visa, you know, I'd have to obviously look into, you know, the types of work and all that stuff. But even if I went down there, made some American monies, NK or American pesos and come up to Canada, you know, right during the summer months, during the lively months and then work here for that, you know, that might that might be a way to do it. I, I don't 
I can't, guys. I'm 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 about four years in my current job as as a driver. At this, it's a good company. I'm, you know, I can't tell the details. It's a you know for legal purposes. It's a good company, benefits all that jazz. But I can't, I don't see myself doing thirty years. You know, I'll I'll either do thirty years or put a gun to my like that that that's that's the level of craziness. You know, so yeah, guys, American America might be on the horizon for your boy. You know, we'll see how it goes. It's freaking, oh God, it's getting hot. I popped the window. We'll see how that affects the sound. Um, But yeah, guys, I wanted to talk about American beer today because uh, I haven't had a beer in, I want to say the beginning of the year. No, was it this year? Or was it the year before? No, the year before, 2022, January 22. New Year's Day, I had I had a Cabernet wine, and that was my last alcoholic beverage. Uh, since then, I have not had alcohol. You know, I might have had a sip somewhere, or whatever. But I, I, I've I've uh, I've gotten off the the alcohol wagon only because my health is deteriorated deteriorating at a rapid point, and I have other vices that I need to nip in the bud. And I felt alcohol was the easiest one because I'm not an alcoholic, but and all that stuff. But that being said, back in the day. Your boy drank all the American beers. Your boy, listen, in college, perhaps a blue ribbon. Your boy drank kegs of that shit. You know, you you guys don't think a guy that's in a Mustang and a mullet has a history of drinking? You'd be wrong. So, yeah, guys, I, I want, you know, I wanted to talk about it. Also, with the news and all this stuff with the, with what's it called? Uh, what's his name? Uh, mullet. Um, Dave. Recently, if you guys are anything in the news or Twitter, there was a big controversy because uh, uh, Bud Light, Bud Light beers, uh, got a trans mm, guy to a girl, trans person, to, uh, to 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 become their new spokesperson. I saw the ad. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's goofy. And like, at the end of the day, you guys got to realize companies, all companies, are in it for one simple thing profit money and the only thing right now that's selling is either you know being lgbtq friendly or being controversial and i think budweiser knows what they're doing listen man uh or bud bud light anheuser-busch that's the main company right but i think they know what they're doing they said hey listen we know we know that most of our drinkers are a bunch of rowdy cow cowboys kid rocks of the world and all that stuff. But we also know that there is a small percentage. You know, maybe we can get this this LGBTQT community to start drinking the light beers. We know that they can't handle the heavies. They got they got to take those light beers, you know. Let's let's make it, you know, and whatever, right? Let let's reach out, let's branch out into that market. So then they got this person, right, to do to do the ad, put them on a can, blah 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 blah. They made the ad and now a shitstorm of controversy. You know, and you know what they're saying? They're saying that apparently they that, that that Budweiser lost a whole bunch of money, but everyone's talking about it. I'm doing a pod about it, and even though I'm not whatever, but like everyone's talking about it. And I think I think in the long run that's going to pay off because down the line, all it takes is going to be one freaking superhero or one freaking you know Chuck Norris or whoever the right whatever right guy. 
to like, you know, maybe they'll get Kid Rock to throw enough money at Kid Rock and be like, hey, man, come back to Anheuser-Busch, right? And then, and then people will forget, right? Meanwhile, I don't know what I'm saying, guys. Look, look, when it comes to, when it comes to like, uh, when it comes to this, like, um, uh, what's, what's it called? Selling products and advertisements. I, I, you know, it's always been, it's always been about, you know, for longest while it was always sex sells, you know, sexy girl selling out. Like you, you guys ever seen, you know, those like Hardee's commercial where it's like a hot, like Kate Upton eating a burger. It's like, mm, I want to eat a burger because Kate Upton's eating it. Right. And then they got off that because they, they, they noticed that it was, you know, people were like, oh, it's misogynistic, blah, 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 blah. So then they started to get into like, and then, you know, there's also a market that's like, oh, well, funny sells, right? So a lot of commercials started doing funny stuff, right? You, know, you had your funny commercials. Like Budweiser, you guys, if you guys are old enough, remember back in the day, the what's up? What's up? You probably don't know what that means, but there used to be a commercial where it was this guy saying that, and it was funny. It was funny. It made a Super Bowl, right? Um, but nowadays, commercials kind of have to be woke. I, I don't even know what the, what the proper term is, but... They have to play to like a certain market and to kind of or, or or take an opposite. I don't know. But like, it's weird. I think I think what advertisements need to do is bring it back and have real representation. And what do I mean by that? I think that whatever product you're trying to sell needs to be advertised and promoted by the majority of the people that use it. So what does that mean? That means that if I want to drink a Bud Light, I want to see a fucking college kid who maybe has a couple of rape allegations against him promoting the shit out of the shit because that's the majority of the drinkers. You know, if I want to if I want to see a Mustang being sold, I want it to be a tall dark Jason Momoa looking motherfucker selling that shit because <laughs> uh let's be honest Mustang drivers look like that right you know and if if I want like you know a Chevy I want it to be like I want it to be a transgendered gay person because only gays <laughs> I'm joking guys I'm joking I'm joking I'm I'm not I'm, listen nothing against a Chevy boys okay it's just that I don't personally like sleeping with my cousin okay no no I there's a couple of Chevy models, the old, you know, the Chevelles. And listen, Bumblebee Camaro kind of was whatever, right? But there's always been like, I got a neighbor who's got, I bought this Stang like whatever, like four or five years ago. And like two years later, this guy comes in with a red freaking uh, Chevy V8, right? And I I know, and listen, I got the better looking car because I got, you know, I take care of it. I got, I got whatever, right? And he's, he's, he's rocking all seasons. God damn it. My fucking phone thing. Hold on, I gotta put this shit back. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm freaking um, I'm freaking uh, what's it called? You know, he's he's got the regular all season towers me tires. Meanwhile, I have the special Firestone fucking you know white lettering tires. So so my car's looking better, but it's a V6, and he has the V8. So there's a bit. And listen, this might just all be in my mind. He might just be like, oh, I I wanted a muscle car, and this one was whatever right but you know and i got my exhaust now so it sounds a little louder but anyways guys guys if that's not if that's not american enough for you to have a rivalry over over your cars 
And I don't know what is, right? So, anyways, guys, uh, I know you guys are probably like, who? We came here for the beer. We came here for the beer. God damn it. Am I fucking sweating, guys? Guys, I'm telling you, I'm going to have to start doing these pods pretty much naked. I think, you know what, though? Uh, This summer, though, I've kind of decided, especially now that I'm rocking the mullet, I think my next step is to start wearing uh, sleeveless shirt. You know, the sleeveless shirts or like shirts where they cut off the sleeve. Right. Even if I got to personally do them. Uh, and God, you know what I, I've noticed in terms of my personal fashion sense? As I've gotten older. I've become more rednecky in my fashion sense. You know, listen, when I was a kid coming up in the 90s, I used to I used to I used to wear like, uh, you know, my standard was like khaki pants and like a black tee. Right. Very, very simple. I, I you know, I, I could never really afford. Brand, listen, man, in the 90s, we never afford brand names from time to time. I'd have a tree like I remember I had a I had a Chicago Bull, um fucking you know the the zip up and 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 pants or whatever and also in the 90s i i rocked i rocked the tearaway pants from time to time but generally speaking i kept it always very neutral not only that because when you're a big kid and a lot also when i was a kid you know i I used to go through my clothes i used to be i used to rough around in it and it'd get you know wreck wrecked up so i never could really have i never wore nice clothes right then i got older right influenced by by my surroundings and then uh, during the early 2000s, you know, a lot of my boys went gangsta. They went a little gangsta. They went a little wanksta, you know? So I used to rock, you know, brands like Mecca and fucking Sean John, right? Got a little urban with it. Used to wear the long tees. Shout out to my boy, Rob Diggy, for freaking, uh, used to do stencilized, personalized uh, uh, <coughs> t-shirts, you know? And one time... He made me a T-shirt that said homo dog on it. Now, I went to a Catholic school, right? And you could only you could only imagine what the teachers would say when they saw me walking around in a stencilized custom shirt because we used to have civvy days. And, you know, they'd see, oh, yeah, homo dog. Was I controversial? Hell yes. Did homo dog mean something else? Yeah, it's part of my name. Add dog. <laughs> so... Yeah, guys, you know, my, my I did that through through my high school years. I went to I went to a Catholic school, so I wore a uniform. But, you know, every so often I, 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 I we'd have like, you know, they call it civvy days where I think you paid a buck and you got to wear like, you know, your normal clothes. And I'd wear, you know, my Sean John and homo dog shirt. And, you know, th- that that'd be the way to go. Right. And then as I went to college, you know, I got I got again, I got I was I was working like two jobs. And all that stuff. I was I was a working man, you know. I was I was doing I was doing the college thing. I went to comedy school, so I didn't. Guys, that, that was just a party time. But you know, I was doing school during the day, but I work really early in the morning. Then at late at night, so I was a jeans guy, black jeans, blue jeans. For the longest while, I was rocking Canadian tuxedos, just jean on jean on jean, you know, because uh, it, it was just sturdy shit, you know, and and you could work in it, right? So I did that, and then as I got as I, again as I got again got older and thing, I I did start to like you know a couple of things. I got into the bike life, 
started to, to ride around in Harley. So jeans were a staple. And eventually my staple became jeans and a black shirt. That was my staple. I Summer, rain or shine, jeans and a black shirt, maybe a rock shirt, but just jeans and a black shirt. And then, then the pandy hit. Then the pandemic hit. You know, the pandemic hit and that changed my life forever because I got fat as fuck and now my jeans didn't fit. So then I started wearing sweatpants in public like a fucking mutt, like a goddamn mongoloid. You know, I never I never liked wearing sweatpants in in public, other than obviously going to do a physical activity, I felt that sweatpants were like a lazy man's. It, it, it was showing the laziness of of society in terms of men. You know, men, men in like you could see them in the eighteen hundreds and the fifty wore these fancy feathered, you know, suits. And then in the sixties, men had you know suits, suit pants, slacks. And then you know, you know, eighty. For some reason, I think of the eighties man in jeans and and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden sweatpants enter the culture right and then your fuck boys who wore sweat do you know how many fuck boys i see with like the sweatpants right trying to you know show off their piece right so i i never i never i never i never i was never into the sweatpants in public thing right but i got fat and sweatpants were comfortable right Ooh, looks like i got a couple of people learning how to drive yeah i always pick the best fucking parking lots for people to learn how to drive but anyways yeah, freaking, I wore sweatpants, more looser fitting clothing, more breathable fabrics, because I sweat like a pig and all that stuff. So yeah, that that's my, fa- and now my fashion sense is comfortable. I don't give, like, you know, I don't, I don't, like, not, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not a brand guy, and I don't know what it is, but every time I go to the Big and Tall to buy shit, because that's where I got to go now, but every time I go to the Big and Tall, all, all their brands are like, you know, like I'm wearing a fucking champion shirt today and all that stuff. And I got, I forget what sweatpants I got. I think diesel. I'm not, I'm not too sure. But anyways, long story short is guys, is that I've progressed to just becoming one big fat American who loves freedom and Mustang. <laughs> oh man. I'm telling you guys, I would fit fucking perfect in America. You know, I'd, I'd even develop an accent. You know, I mean, I, I, again, I'm born in Canada. I got immigrant parents. So I don't really know what I sound like to most of you guys. If you guys are like, oh, this guy sounds like a fucking idiot. So be it. I don't know. But I feel like if I went to America, especially if I like settled up like in Nashville or Texas, I'd 100 percent, 100 percent develop a fucking accent. You know, God damn it. I'd be saying, God damn it. Darn it. You know, I'd be saying things like that. They didn't give me the fries. God damn it. And then I'd drive around in the driveway of the McDonald's and drive back and be like, listen here. And then I'd use a, <laughs> I'd use a racial slur or something like, listen here, you, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I'd be, on, I'd be on like world star hip hop, you know, fucking Canadian American goes off on McDonald's employee for not giving him enough fries. You know, but anyways, guys, fuck, I'm here. I'm, 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 you know what it is? It's the heat. I'm starting to fucking lose my mind. So let's get into the best American beers. So the way I'm going to be going about it, I picked the 10 
best American beers, uh, best selling, most popular, uh, all that stuff. And I kind of broken them down into. Uh, so first, if you want to know, I'll go through their names and then I'll tell you who their parent company is, because depending on your own political views or, or life points, maybe you don't want to support Anheuser-Busch. Or maybe you don't want to support Miller Coors or whatever, right? So I'm going to tell you guys about, you know, the parent company who owns them because, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of, a lot of these, uh, what do you call it? Models or, or a lot of these beers are on, uh, under umbrella, umbrella companies, right? Then I'll tell you about, you know, how much each, uh, al you know, how much each, uh, alcohol is. You know, what the alcoholic content is, because, you know, if you do want to get fucked up, you get yourself a full fucking 5% beer, you know, but if you want to go a little lot, get yourself a nice 4.2%, you know, so, so depending on, and, and, uh, the way I'm going to be going about it is I'm put the light beers up ahead just so you guys can see the light beers. And then I put the, the regular beers at the bottom again, just, just more of a, I like to keep it a little bit of separate. I think if you're a light beer, I'll, a lot of people are on the fence. They 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 either like the light beers because they can have a lot more of it and sip through it throughout the throughout the night. Some people just want to get fucked up right away, so a full fledged, fully alcoholic beer, you know, is up there. Some people are watching their calories, so that's the next thing. I'm also going to be talking about like the calories. If you're if you're trying to watch your calories, because you know maybe you're a transgendered person who's transitioning and. You need to stay high and tight, you know, or I, I don't know. Maybe, listen, I, the way I see it, if you're drinking beer, if you're getting fucked up, I'm about to sneeze. America. But if, 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 you, if you're already drinking and indulging in that activity, go all the way. You're not having a healthy night, right? You're not having a healthy night. You're drinking alcohol, right? So I've always felt that if you're going to do it, go, go big or go home. Right. But ever so often, if you if you're one of these people that enjoy, you know, a beer or two, you know, or whatever at the end of a meal, then, yeah, go get yourself a light. Right. And, you know, the calories. Then I'm going to go through basically the cost. Uh, the way I did it was I went on the we have a beer in Canada. We got the beer store. Right. So I went on a beer store, looked at the six packs of, you know, 473 milliliter cans. Right. So if you want a six pack, I'll give you the six pack cost, right? Rough. Now, again, prices change, varies, and, you know, depending on your promotions and all that stuff, uh, just letting you know. So uh, don't take the price too, but you can kind of get like a kind of a, a generality of like, okay, well, this one costs more or less or whatever, right? So those, so let, those are the parameters. So guys, let's get in to the best American beers. You know, and let's start off with the one that's in the news right now, the one that's staring up a whole lot of crazy. I'm talking about Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light. The parent company is Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch. Uh, Bud Light actually has a alcohol beverage volume. That's what ABV stands for, alcoholic beverage volume, or something like that basically how much alcohol is in it uh 4.2 percent uh calories for each can you're looking at about 110 calories you know 110 calories per can so you guys do the math you have like you know six pack that's it's like six or seven hundred calories you know if you guys do the math 
you know. Uh, the cost of a six pack, if you're looking for a six pack of 470 milliliter cans, you're looking at about $15.95, $15.95 Canadian. You know, you guys, if you guys are in America, you guys do your conversion or just come out here and, you know, buy us because we're cheap as folk, you know. But uh, Bud Light, personally, I've had a Bud Light. It's look, if you're looking for a very light tasting, easy going down, uh, <laughs> I don't like, you know, I'm not going to knock it, but if you're looking for a more watery, easy going down beer, Bud Light is is is, is as good as you're going to get. I mean, it's uh, very easy, very light, uh, not as fizzy, I find, you know, or pop or whatever. Uh, Bud Light, it's, it's a good beer. Very popular, very, very, very easy to get around, um, you know, a lot of stadiums, a lot of bars carry it. So if you're looking for uh, for, for access to it, you can get a Bud Light almost anywhere, right? Especially at a gay bar nowadays. You know, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, Bud Light. Um, overall, listen, price point. It's again a lot of college kids go with the Bud Lights because it's very cheap. It, it's pretty decently priced. You know, again, the more you buy, the more cheaper it is, right? Uh, taste wise, again, because it's not as strong and bitter, you can have more throughout the night. So if you're having like a party or you're having a kegger or whatever, uh, you, you can, you can have more throughout the night. Cause you know what you, if, if you guys know, if you guys know what a party's like, if you know what those keggers are like, if anyone catches you without a drink in your hand, you immediately get roasted. Right. So, or you get pressured. Hey man, I didn't see you drink. I got one right here, bud. I'm milking it, okay? So the good thing with the Bud Lights is that, again, very again light, very easy to go down, pretty decently priced, and, uh, you know, supporting uh, trans uh, activists all over the world, you know? So Bud Light, Bud Light, you know? Uh, the next one on my list is Coors Light. Coors Light. Parent company is Miller Coors. Uh, their alcohol beverage is 4.2% as well. Calorie-wise, calorie you're looking at about 102 calories uh, for, for a can. Uh, and a six-pack of 473 milliliters is also $15.95. So pretty much in the same realm as the Bud Light. Calorie-wise, a little bit less. But other than that, pretty much on par, uh, similar to the Bud Light. Uh, Coors Light, I find... Like, there's other Coors products that, that I like and we'll, we'll talk about later. I find it Coors Light, or some people call it Silver Bullet. Again, it's a more watery downed beer, in my opinion. Listen, guys, you guys are talking, you know, from a Canadian who's had Canadian light beers and our Canadian lights a little bit more kick to it. But I found Coors Light to be even more watery downed than the Bud Lights. I found it to be very... Uh, yeah, borderline water. Borderline water. I would argue if you're if you're looking for something that's even lighter, easier to go down, I would I would say the Coors Light. But in terms of taste of a beer, not that great. Uh, it's good. It's still good. It's still listen. It still gets the job done. Um, I just think if you haven't now look, if you guys are like you know, I'm I'm never gonna support Anheuser Busch, maybe Miller Coors, but I think Miller even does like gay stuff so if you really have a problem with that i i don't know okay you guys you guys need to learn the fucking separation of product and personality and what do i mean by that is that 
you know, a lot of people get caught up in like the personal story behind something, you know, like, oh, Bill Cosby did this. I will never support Bill Cosby. Good, fine. But I still like his show. I still like his stand up from time to time. You know, you got to separate the product from the person. And, but again, that's up to you and up to free will. And that's America. So, can so you guys can do as as you free likely. But anyways, Coors Light, again, I think price wise very similar to the Bud Light. I would put it in a tasting test. I got to put Bud Light over Coors, uh, you know. But again, we're talking about light beers, you know. Uh, the next one on my list is is Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra. Their parent company is Anheuser Busch. You know, Anheuser-Busch, you know, um, their alcohol, all, their al- ABV, their ABV is 4.2% as well. And of the light beers, this is the one that probably is the lightest in terms of this guy just had to drive right beside me. A whole fucking empty parking lot. And you just had to blow by me. God damn it. This was America. I would get out right now. Pull my fucking 44 cement and Weston and fired in the air. <laughs> Anyways, um, Michelob Ultra, uh, it is the lowest calorie of 95. It has 95 calories per, per can. Uh, six pack wise, you're looking at uh, six pack, 470 milliliter cans. You're looking at about 1850. So more, definitely more than say your Coors and your Bud Light, but calorically it's also less. So if you are very, you know, very, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, wary about how many calories you're consuming, paying a little bit more might, might help you. Right. In terms of taste, Michelob actually is better tasting than most of these other light beers. Uh, I, I feel like, um, I feel like a Michelob has a bit more, uh, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's, uh, uh, what's it called? Now this guy's just fucking parking, like, the fuck is going on? Anyways, I find like Michelob Ultra is kind of a little bit more, has a bit more kick to it, has a bit more, uh, shit, what's it called? Yeah, if I feel like Michelob Ultra has a bit more, m- more balls to it, even though it's a light beer. Uh, a little bit more heft, a little bit more body to it, a little bit more fizz, if I could say. If I could say a bit more fizz to it, the the, the Michelob Ultra is good. So in terms of a light beer, if you're looking for, for, for good tasting and you're looking for also light, calor- light calories, uh, the Michelob Ultra is the way to go. Now, obviously, the price point is a bit higher, so maybe not necessarily the best if you're trying to get fucked up for the cheaps. But if you're trying to like, you know, maybe, maybe you know what, you, you know who, who Michelob Ultra, I always see guys drinking it, guys that go out and play golf, you know, they sneak, they sneak one or two cans out on the range and they just, you know, they, 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 they crack open one on the, on the 18th hole or whatever. And, uh, you know, they sick, they, they suck on their Michelob Ultra, right? So if you're looking for just something like that, uh, that's one way to go with, okay? Michelob Ultra. Uh, the next one on my list is Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Uh, I've always looked at the can. It, it, the can always reminded me of like just that. Like that's pure white trash right there. Uh, that's pure fucking trailer park trash right there. Miller Lights. Miller Lights. Can I get a Miller Lite? 
you know, so, uh, but Miller Lite parent company is Miller Coors. Uh, alcoholic beverage volume is 4.2%. Calorie wise, it's uh, 96%. So uh, just a little bit over the Michelob Ultra. And now this guy's like, talking to his son about how to drive. Good job, though. I respect that. Teaching how your son. I remember learning how to drive my dad's Ford F-150. You know, took her out. I was on a farm. And, uh, uh, you know, my dad said, go take her out. He's not, he's not even American. Okay. So he had an accent. He was like, go take it. No. <laughs> but I remember, I remember uh, as a kid, I, I used to, uh, I used to, I learned how to drive first in a go-kart. Then my dad had like a busted down Mazda three that he let me drive around the farm. And then one day he said, okay, take out the Ford F-150. Uh, let's take it out on the side roads, the country roads. Right. And I slowly did that. Got better at that. And now your boy can drive anything he fucking wants, you know? So, uh, anyways, good, good on you. Good on you, you know? Um, but yeah, the, anyways, Miller Lights, Miller Light guys. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay, they're learning how to drive. Anyways, Miller Light, uh, 4.2%, calories 96, a can, a six pack, a pack, a six pack. A 470 liter uh, milliliter can. You're looking at 1795, 1795. So price point more than say your buds and your uh, Coors Light. Uh, taste wise, not not as good. Not as I don't think it's as good as like a Michelob. Uh, I gotta say, may, I, I think Bud Light is better. Maybe in the same realm as a Coors. I find it very. I don't know how grainy. Guy, uh, I can't even describe tasty. More and the guys, I don't have the beer in front of me, right? So, I would say more grainy, you know. Uh, but yeah, dude. In terms of price point, because it's a little bit less than the Michelob, it, it, it's like I guess a cheaper alternative to a Michelob. But if you're in the light beer family, guys, I think I think the two way you want to go is you either want to go with like a a cheap dirt Bud Light. Or get yourself a good fucking Michelob Ultra, right? So uh, Miller Lite. Miller Lite, I think, isn't it, it, if you're looking for an alternative, one way to go. But uh, yeah, one to mention with. Uh, now, the next beer that I'm talking about has been called the King of Beers. You know, the King of Beers. You know, I'm talking about Budweiser. Budweiser. Uh, Budweiser, parent company, is Anheuser-Busch. Uh, alcoholic beverage content, you're looking at 5% per can. Calorie-wise, you're looking at 145 calories per can. And a six-pack of 470-liter milliliter cans is about $16.95. Now, Budweiser, classic design in terms of their cans, uh, classic look. Um, Taste-wise, look, when you're comparing it to the Canadian beer, guys, Canadians are going to kick its butt. you know. But in terms of an American beer, Right, it's 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 actually pretty good. Is it you know it's I find it a little bit more. Listen, I'm not even going to compare it to the light beers because it's not fair. Uh, it, it has a bit more. Uh, fuck, I don't even know if it's lager. I'm drawing a blank right now. Lager pale ale, uh, but basically it it's, it has a little bit more bite to it, a little bit more sting to it, a little bit more pep in its taste. Um, yeah, it's a good beer. It's a good, it's a, for an American beer, 
it's a good beer. In terms of American beer, I think it's always been in the top three, especially in terms of uh, promotion and sales and all that stuff. Everyone knows a good Budweiser, and obviously Bud Light is its little baby brother. But Budweiser is, uh, it, it, in terms of America, it's uh, it's definitely one of its top-tier beers, you know? So, uh, yeah, guys, Budweiser, Budweiser. Uh, the next one on my list is, actually, you know what? I think this is a Bush. But anyway, next one I'm talking about is Bush. B-U-S-C-H, not like George Bush, but Bush. Parent company is also Anheuser-Busch. Uh, alcoholic beverage content is 4.3%. So I believe, yeah, this is, I think this is a light beer. I'm talking about the, I had a hard time finding the Bush, but basic, <laughs> you guys got that joke? Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I, I think with the Bush, 4.3%. Calorie-wise, you're looking at 114. A six-pack uh, of 400 and, and a six pack of 473 milliliter cans is about 1325. So that is one of our cheapest one. I find Bush beer to be fucking gutter water. I mean, it's, it's look, alcoholic content. It, I think it's the lowest one I got today. No, 4.2 for the Bud Lights. Maybe just a little bit more. Um, calorie wise, eh, 114, whatever, but price point, if you guys want a cheap beer, get yourself a couple of Bush, you know, I know there's Bush lights as well. I didn't, I didn't add that, but Bush. Now I don't know if I've had the Bush. I don't think I've had Bush beer, but from, from what I'm telling it, it's like people, it's, it's a lower end American beer, but in terms of price point, really hard to beat. So if you're looking for just a cheap beer. And and that that is can be important for some people, especially now in these hard economic times. Then your then your bush is the is the way to go, you know. Bush, you know. Uh, the next one on my list is one of my personal favorites. When I was drinking, this was my beer. I'm talking about Coors Banquet. Coors. Banquet beer, you know, uh, the parent company is obviously Miller Coors alcoholic uh, beverage content. You're looking at 5% calorie wise, 145 calories per can. And your boy used to drop, knock 12 of them cans at a time from time to time, you know, six pack. You're looking at about 473 milliliters, uh, 1650 for a six pack, you know, Coors Banquet. I, I, it's one of the better tasting ones. I felt like the taste, it goes down pretty easy, especially after your second one. Uh, definitely a little bit more kick than you say your light beer. I also found the taste to be a little bit more silky, a little bit more musty, uh, you know. And listen, every time I drank, I always I always thought of uh, your boy, um, the guy that does uh, Sam Sam Elliott. You know, the, the, this is, this is, nothing's better than a Coors, a Coors beer. Banquet beer. Nothing's better. Nothing's better than getting a Coors banquet beer while getting a blowjob on top of your Mustang. You know that that's that's the uh that's the image that I got, you know. But Coors Banquet beer, uh, I'm gonna have to say top one of the top tier beers. Uh easy going, easy tasting, uh easy riding, you know. Uh the next one on my list is another popular one. Underrated, in my opinion. I'm talking about Miller Coors 
Oh, sorry. Miller High Life by Miller Coors. Miller High Life is basically the top tier of the Miller uh, brand. Alcoholic beverage content, you're looking at 4.6%, about 141 calories per can. A six-pack of 473 can, 473 milliliter cans, you're looking at 1325. So great price point. Now, from what I'm, I don't know if I've had the Miller High Lifes, but from a taste test and a couple of, uh, you know, uh, sites that I've seen, Miller High Lifes are actually pretty decently uh, taste tasting. They actually come up really high on the tasting scale. Uh, I guess because of the percentage, it's just in that really nice sweet spot. So it's not that too much of a kick. Price point, you're looking at an amazing price point of about $13.25. So really good. So, so far, I think Miller Lite High Life, uh, in terms of price, in terms of taste, in terms of, you know, everything, Miller High Life is 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 is, is also another top tier one to go with, you know? Uh, the next one on my list is one that I remember back in my college days. I'm talking about Pabst Blue Ribbon by Pabst Brewing Company, you know? Now this guy's pulling right beside me like, God damn it, this fucking guy, I swear to God. Anyways, Pabst Brewing Company, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, you're looking at about 4.7% alcoholic co- beverage content. Calorie-wise, 144 per can. A six-pack of 473 uh, milliliters per can. You're looking at about uh, 1325. 1325. In terms of cost, Paps has always been friendly with the prices. A lot of college kids. I remember going through fucking kegs of that shit, going through cans and cans, uh, even with other boys. Paps, from a price point of view, has always been. Uh, been top tier for that in terms of taste pretty decent but the truth is after a couple of cans it goes down like fine wine or it goes down really easy because you're drunk right so i think from um from a cheap beer point of view for a cheap beer and taste ratio it's not the best tasting beer on my list today but in terms of a of of price point and taste perhaps Paps Blue Ribbon has definitely a special spot, you know, especially in the heart of young working Americans. And now this guy, this guy's, oh, this guy's fucking pissing me off. He's fucking pissing me off. Like, he's driving right, like, we have a completely fucking empty parking lot. And you just have to blow past me, you know? Anyways, guys, Jesus Christ. The next one, guys, and the last one today. So I can get out of here and fuck this guy. I'm talking about Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams. uh, Made by Boston Beer Company. Alcoholic beverage content. You're looking at 5%. And about 175 calories. One of the more heavier calorie beers. You know, I think it's a pale ale. That's why. It's it's a bit more heavier. A bit more stout. A bit more brown. You know. A six pack of 473 milliliter cans. You're looking at about 1725. Samuel Adams, I think because it's a pale ale, again, it's a different from a lager. It's a little bit more heavier, a little bit more bodied to it. Um personally, personally, I like it. I'm not really a pale ale guy. I usually like something that can go down a little bit easier. But if you're looking for a pale ale, uh Samuel Adams is one to go with. Samuel Adams is good. In overall, I mean, I would say if you're going to put it into the same realm as like a Keith's, if you guys know like Keith's, 
that that one. So it's a bit more body to it, a bit more taste to it, uh, a bit more sting, a bit more bitterness, in my opinion. Uh, but if you if that, that's what you want, it's one to go with, you know. And again, I, I just want to add it because there's you know if, if you're if you're trying to find an alternative to Anheuser Busch or Miller Coors, uh, support your local Boston beer company, you know. So guys, those are the best uh, American beers. I do want to make a mention of other beers that you might be able to try out. There's Natural Lights or Nat Natty Lights, as some boys like to say. There's Yuling Lager, Keystone Lights, which I think it's a low end. And then there's Rolling Rock. I've had a couple of Rolling Rocks. They're not too bad. They get the job done. I think they're almost in the same realm as like our, because we have Steam Whistle up here in Toronto. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're that. So guys, um, when it comes to the best American beer, I want something that goes down easy. Oh my God. Now he's driving. Oh my God. This fucking guy. Anyways, I want something that goes down easy. I want something that, uh, pretty decently priced point. Cause look, if I'm going to, I've always believed that if you're going to go big go home if you're going to get drunk go big or go home so i want something that has a pretty decent uh price point good taste and just enough alcohol to get me fucked up so guys look when it comes to light beers i want to i want to enter a light beer of the light beer companies i think the best tasting um i guess you could say more healthier options but obviously a little bit more on the price point but I still think you're getting what you pay for. I think the best light beer is Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is 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 is, is a good light tasting beer, easy to go down, uh, but also has a bit of a good taste to it, right? And then, guys, you know I gotta add my boy, my favorite. I gotta add Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. Um, again, 5% full body, decently priced, really good looking can too. uh, Coors Banquet beer. And then from, from all the information that I've been given and everyone that, you know, you know, you know, my, my, my minions and by minions, I mean, chat GPT, no, I'm just, but, but from what I've been looking, a lot of people highly recommend Miller High Life. I mean, you guys can't beat that 13, like, like, look between Coors, you're looking about a $3 difference. Uh, but it, apparently it's tasting better. So you're getting better taste, uh, better price with the Miller High Life. So those are my top three Coors Banquet, Miller High Life, and Michelob Ultra. Now, as you guys know, I believe that when you go home, I'm, I'm I, light beers. I don't know. I, I just I think if 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 you, if if that's your thing, you just want it light. I wouldn't even say you know if you're gonna stick to your light beers, maybe just stick to Bud Light, right? But of the light beers, Michelob, right? Of the main beers, Coors and Miller High Life. I think the best American beer, the one that represents America in terms of their tasting quality, in terms of their product. I gotta go with I gotta go with Coors Banquet I gotta go with Coors Banquet For some reason There's nothing that 
appears better than a Coors Banquet beer, a full-dressed American cheeseburger, and fries. I, I, I can't get that image out of my head. So I think the best Coors, or the best American beer is Coors Banquet. So anyways, guys, that's the Best Things in Life podcast. I'm hot as fuck, and I'm a, I think I lost about a pound, so I'm going to go get myself a good cheeseburger or, you know what, a breakfast burrito maybe. It's hard to get one at 2 in the afternoon. But anyways, I'm going to do that. Uh, guys, thank you for checking out the pod. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe if you can. Go out there this summer. Get fucked up. You know, we, we've had a, lot, a hard couple of years. Go out there and treat yourself and just live just like my fucking hair, guys. Just like just like this fucking mullet. Go out there, live wild, young, and free.